are listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 197 for June 28th, 2018. This week we talk about sex robots, how we stay motivated, foam rollers, unique family sayings, maintenance issues, hemorrhoids, and our drag race update. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Joe and I were just talking about wieners. Oh my god, we were. Speaking of wieners, I already have a segue into something I wanted to talk about. Oh sure, shoot, honey, go on. Honey. So you okay. never get these segues. We haven't we haven't intimately talked about buttholes in a while, and I actually have something to talk about regarding buttholes. So strap in, ladies and gentlemen, because we are thirty honey. seconds in, and I'm already talking about bee holes. I'm all ears and buttholes. I uh, my ears are open around my butthole. Under his eye, may the Lord open. That's all orifices are open and ready. Oh God, I feel like you're on a plane. Everything's open, what? And ready to go. Because I don't know. All orifices, all orifices, are orifices, orifices, orifices. <laughs> Why do you just keep screaming the word orifice? Orifice. <laughs> it reminds me of orca. Am I getting like? Is there some sort of like crazy static going on over this phone call, or are you really no. just screaming orifice? <laughs> no, it's the it's the brain damage, Joseph. It's the brain damage. Oh my anyway, god! So what I was what I was going to talk about is I think get ready for this. I yeah. think I have a little baby hemorrhoid. And I was wondering if you've had Aww. any experience with hemorrhoids before. Oh, honey. Who hasn't? You've really? never had a hemi. I've never. Okay. So you know how Derek Berry, a hem here, a hem there, a hemorrhoid everywhere. Yeah. Here's a hem. There's a hem. Everywhere's a hem hem. Um, I thought your butthole was always in pristine shape, but I feel like anyone can get a hemorrhoid. And I think I have one. Everybody, especially homos. But yeah. okay. And so most of the time you don't even realize it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like it's not a, you know, you Google a picture of a hemorrhoid and you're going to get like a football coming out of someone's butthole. Yeah. Like That's it's not, it's, it's not that. It's not. No, no, no. It's, it's not, not that. that. It's like there's a just teeny like a, little thing. Yeah. There's like a little um, piece kind of sticking out and it's like irritated. The problem oh. is, the, <laughs> <laughs> the problem is like... I, 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 I make it known that I have digestive problems. I have undiagnosed yeah. IBS. So, like, I can't really tell if it's, like, just my butthole being being irritated and inflamed because I have diarrhea seven times a day. Or if it's, that's like, actually a hemorrhoid. Or maybe if that's well, what caused the hemorrhoid. That's what's surprising to me is that you've, you apparently have never had one or you don't no. know, you know, what it. You, well, yeah, and you've got this crazy asshole that's always spewing lava. <laughs> I literally, Honey, yeah. I feel like you've had him and you just haven't noticed. Probably. Well, I, I don't know. I, I noticed today just because of, like my butthole's been really irritated because I've been having a bad week in terms of digestion. Lots Maybe of you lava. Have, honey. Uh, well, okay, so. They just go away after a few days. You can sit really? on those special cushions, which I've never done. But I special always cushions. Put, I know nothing about this. I need all the yeah, details. Don't, like donut cushions. You like oh. sit on it. And so your butthole is kind of like hovering above the ground. You Ooh, know, uh, your butthole is right. not either. No pressure is on your anus. No pressure. No pressure, honey. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> no pressure, honey. Just go down when you want to. Oh, my God. Um, it. Well, and then also I put my sunflower oil on. Does that help with like inflammation or do, what does I that help so. with? Just everything? Listen, I'm not a doctor. I'm just going to put sunflower seeds up my asshole and then it's just going to be a giant sunflower growing out of my butt. And then they come out roasted. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly. It's just like I put a bunch of pumpkin seeds in my ass. You know how I always talk about roasting pumpkin seeds every October? That's how I roast yeah. them. 
perfectly God, roasted every time. That's the best. Golden well, brown, have, like, but not for the reason you think. I've got some hemorrhoid cream because mm. I didn't really, I don't, I'm not sure I had one until like my mid to late 20s. Mm-hmm. But maybe I did and I just didn't notice it. Is it from all those that um, double fisting that you do or is it just, do you think well, it just happens? Some of it has been from like rough, like they don't put lube on and you're, you know, and then yeah. you're too into it to like realize. And then you're like, oh, wait, it's sandpaper like, oh. is going in and out of my butthole. It's like, oh, I'm oh, shredded now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like someone a ran it through skinning. a paper shredder. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. And then ooh. the next day there's like a little bump and you're like, there it is. There's that blood vessel that's really right. pissed off right now. And so you just <laughs> uh, you can get hemorrhoid cream. And I think it's basically like it'll help it from not itching. And it'll also like a lot of it has aloe vera in it which mm-hmm. will soothe it. But no, they usually just go away. I mean, unless you've got one of the ones that, you know, that's like hanging down like a grapefruit, you know, <laughs> generally. It's like like a giant, like, asshole skin tag. It's like waving around. It? Did you, you peep mean? it already? In a mirror. Peep, you know, you peep it. I haven't peeped it. I haven't hey done there. the Carrie Bradshaw where I get the hand mirror and I look over. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> you haven't peeped it. I haven't you gotta peeped peep it. it. Well, because I, I was just looking online hemi, because honey. I literally, I know nothing about hemorrhoids. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But like, I know small ones can potentially go away. But like, the first thing that I thought about was like, oh my God, don't people have to get like surgery for hemorrhoids? And those are probably the well, ones that look like that are no. like your assholes completely rosebudded. <laughs> I don't. I think you can get them like lasered away. Well, because it, what it is is isn't it? It's a it's a vein. Yeah, it's like a that's blood vessel, gotten, like pinched. Yeah, like a blood vessel that's gotten like pinched or like irritated, so it like mm-hmm. bulbs up. Mm-hmm. And then you just, you just have to be like, calm down. But yeah, I feel like some people's buttholes become one big hemi, and then that's an issue. Oh, hemi. Oh, oh hemi. hemi. Honey, you gotta peep them hemis, honey. God. Well, I, I remember, I thought I remembered a long time ago you talking to me about hemorrhoids, but I was like, Joe's asshole's pristine. He must have never had a hemorrhoid. I must be remembering wrong. I I don't get them much anymore. And if I do, it's not from like, because honey, I, I'm not 22 anymore. I'm not using, I'm not having sex without lube, you know? Mm-hmm, I'm not. Mm-hmm. You've I'm not learned your past. Honey, that. I've learned. I've mm-hmm. learned. Um, I do some sunflower oil every day. That's keep things pretty calm. And I think usually when I've had hemorrhoids now, it's been like, trying to okay it's been like like in a couple years ago trying to take something that's too big mm-hmm. or um you know just have an explosive diarrhea and you just strain so you pop a you know you just get a strain you just pop a hemi you just it's pop like a sprain in your ankle you know mm-hmm. if Except you're running it's a blood vessel fast. that popped Except out of your butthole and it's vessel. just hanging out <laughs> Like, I get it. The one that I get though, it's always in the exact same place. Mm, it come, it keeps it's coming, exact it's crawling same. back. I don't know why it's that place must just get especially frictioned or mm-hmm. something's going on. But it gets just, easily you know, irritated. Don't wipe it too hard. Mm-hmm. Don't irritate it any further. Mm-hmm. Whisper sweet things to it before bed. Mm. Try to buy calm some, it down. Buy some preparation know. H. Preparation H. I just use the Walgreens brand, whatever. I should I should invest. The thing is, is like what's funny is like you've had hemorrhoids from fun things. I only, I don't have hemorrhoids from sex because I don't have sex. I have hemorrhoids from my fucking colon exploding daily. <laughs> so you know oh, what? Honey. This is what God did to me. I'll keep y'all posted. I'll give you constant updates on my hemorrhoid. Should we name it? Oh, shit. I keep hitting things. I'm sorry. Everyone, you're not hearing these, Sam, but I keep hitting the mic thing. I keep hitting every. Sorry. You don't even know where you yeah, are right now. Just, you just, just keep flailing your arms. Flailing your arms everywhere. 
<laughs> I've got my back wedged against my chair in a massage ball. What? And I was like trying to reposition it. Justin's really into speaking of buttholes. Let's talk about balls. Okay. Um, you know those spiky massage balls? Spiky massage balls? <laughs> spiky <laughs> mixage balls. Ooh. Mm. No, spicy massage balls. Spicy. They're like <sighs> <laughs> Isn't Exasperated spiky, isn't, sigh. Isn't Spiky McSausage Balls a character in Mario say, Tennis Aces? Are you just going to say everything that sounds similar to everything I'm I I'm just trying to right get you now. to hang up the goddamn phone, <laughs> Joseph. They're, these, they're those rubber plastic balls and they've got spikes all over them. And you can put one under your foot and like roll your foot on it. Put one up against nice. the wall and put your back on the wall and like roll it up and down. Put your back and into it. Yeah, and I've been, Justin's really into him right now. He's into that and foam rollers. Oh, are the like the thing. foam rollers, like the ones that you put on the ground, you like roll over on your back or whatever? Yeah, it's like a massive rolling pin, you oh, know, God. huge rolling pin, and you just roll your body over I it. just want, I want you to get into one of those giant like steam rollers, like construction steam rollers <laughs> for the road, and just flatten me into the pavement. Oh, honey. Crush me alive. That's where I've been hoping this podcast has been going since day one. <laughs> every okay. every every dream you have is about me dying. Every dream I've had Ugh. in this podcast. No, but I was trying to, uh, I've been having a lot of neck pain, and I think it's actually, I've traced the root of it to Pokemon Go. Of course. Because I, when I'm walking anywhere these days, my head is like, my neck is snapped down. Yeah. Because I'm catching Pokemon. Like a bird. You're just looking down yeah. trying to feed your babies. I'm just looking down. I got to keep an eye on my Pokemans. Mm-hmm. And it's really doing a number on my neck. <laughs> and I'm just ready so for you to I've like been... buy a neck brace just for Pokemon Go. <laughs> I would. I've been trying to hold my phone up higher, you know. But then that strains but your arms. It's true. It's a no-win situation. <laughs> I feel like you just, honestly. the solution, Joe, is you need to stop playing that goddamn game. It's not going to happen. It's really not going to happen. I made Justin and Piggy go out with me. The top girl of 2018 is Pokemon Go. It's official. They went out with me at 10 p.m. the other night to go catch a Clefable. Mm. And uh, I think I caught a Tangela on the way there, too. So, you Mm. know. You know, good night for everybody. Yeah, you know, the things that Justin does to appease your crazy antics. (laughs) Anyway, I've got one of these roller balls on mashed between my neck and the back of my chair. Mm -hmm. So, like, during this podcast, I'm kind of wiggling my head back and forth Mm -hmm. to, like, smash this into my neck. I'm so sorry. I feel like it's time for another one of those couple massages, but you need to, like, hire someone to really do a number on you. Yeah, I feel like they touch my neck and it's just like a rock. Right. Because it's, it's like, so strained all the time. Right. Oh, God. Oh, especially because, you know, you're editing, you're in front of your computer all the time. You're like doing yeah. gaming videos like that strains your neck. Yeah. It totally does. So it's probably a combination Another, of all of that. Oh, for sure. Like getting everything adjusted on my desk just so is like so hard because my hands are always like out in front of me on my desk mm-hmm. and it can like crook up my shoulders and like smash those joints and tense them up you my get all so kitty wampus my life's just so hard you your know what i mean it's just so, so difficult just sit in front so of your screens hard. all day keeps destroying your body your little delicate little joseph body speaking of hard oh did you hear about i hate this article <laughs> <laughs> you could you could just skip it <laughs> no nope, we have to go that we've been hemorrhoids we've done ball spiky balls We're the on next a roll. one is a sex robot that kind of, sort of, requires consent. 
what do you mean kind of sorta okay here we go <laughs> this sounds problematic already i'm ready i'm locked in i'm buckled up all right let's let me see if i can get through this a mm-hmm. famous sex robot i'm getting this off of gizmodo a famous which, sex know, robot whatever. a this- famous sex robot called samantha Ugh, okay. okay of course created by dr sergi santos don't know what his medical what his degree is in if it's medical if it's whatever mm-hmm. um introduced a new feature to samantha that will render the robot unresponsive if it determines that its human partner is behaving in an overly aggressive manner oh but it will not stop you from actually having sex with the robot obviously so in- it just like shuts down it doesn't give consent but you can still rape it yeah, essentially, someone <laughs> someone has called it out on that. Uh, the new update is called Dummy Mode, which, quite frankly, is problematic in that its is, own way. That's bad. Uh, if a partner, this is straight from the article, if a partner is disrespecting the bot or touching it in an aggressive manner, the motorized parts of Samantha, hands, arms, hips, facial expressions, etc., will shut down and become unresponsive. Wow. Um, I think I they also said if it's like... If it's not feeling satisfied, whatever that means, it's not sentient. It can shut down, too. <laughs> I just it should so. have like collapsible doors on its orifices where it just like yes! it's it's like a titanium door that like snaps shut and you can't enter just it. just about to say that like a grocery store <laughs> automatic door yes, and yes, like the exactly male right. version that the penis should just like. You know, it just retracts it back into the body. Just retract. <laughs> That's the word I'm looking for. Or, um, or the, what the, they what they could do is they could have like spikes that happen that like protrude inside, so you can stick your dick in. But if you pull it out, it's like on spikes, and it's horrible. That's like, like a torture that, device uh, that I'd be into. That what's that movie called? Like Vagina Dentata. Oh yeah, Teeth. Teeth, mm-hmm. and the Vagina Dentata is the ailment. I support all sex robots with defense mechanisms like that. Well, okay, but also robots aren't sentient. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't really understand the point of this because robots aren't sentient yet. I'll say mm-hmm. that I'm polite to my Google home. You know this. Right. But this doctor has said some more problematic things. Allegedly, in an interview, he said uh, men want more sex than women. A man wants to feel in general that the woman is desperate to have sex with him. God. So um, how about we just how about instead of, you know, making fucking robots that have halfway consent, we like teach young men how to not fucking rape women. Yeah, you would think that would be the solution. You know, I may, just a thought. I'm not an expert, though. Uh, you know that uh, report that I brought to the table a few weeks ago about the medical journal, journal that said there's no evidence that sex robots have any sort of positive outcomes on sexuality right, in general. Right, exactly. So I don't feel like this will be contributing to that either. And these, these robots cost $7,000. Well, the thing $7, is, it's like, it's like I, I guess the... the like is the theory that like if we give like aggressive men sex robots then they'll like abuse women less when like for the entire time that we've been living we've been able to masturbate and that hasn't like decreased the amount of rape or sexual assaults ever so why do you think buying a seven thousand dollar you know robot that you can you know that you can have sex with how is that going to decrease the amount of sexual assaults that i just it's the men are the problem we need to educate the men and teach them that it's not okay to fucking rape women like how it i uh straight robots are it's so interesting (laughs) that like society is getting into this 
with like robots too. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, don't it's, it's, I didn't. I would never have thought this would have been a, something that came up. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No. I, um. That's what's baffling about it to me. Uh. And that same study found there's little little credible evidence to show that sex robots curb sex trafficking or promote healthier sexual practices. And right. Uh, in some cases may be harmful as most bots conform to a conventional view of body attractiveness. Yeah, the solution here it. is education and uh, teaching. I don't know what the solution uh, with robots are. I know yeah, what the solution is. I don't, I don't is think the solution like, is robots. I don't think the solution is I think is we're robots. on the wrong path. I don't think we're going to find a solution down this road. Why would you... Just get a flashlight and like exactly. Stick it in your Just pillow. get a fucking. Why do you need like a like a half sentient robot that's like you know costs as much as like a I don't know a, a used car. Like what? Uh, I the thing is I feel I, like this doctor I, is apparently very. Uh, I don't. He apparently has this. Um, connection with this robot because uh later in this article it says it was reported that um samantha was touched and groped by a passerby at a tech convention and the doctor started shouting at people and saying samantha is quote not a fucking toy well the thing is is like i feel like if sex robots become a thing like men are going to treat sex robots like objects which is going to teach men to treat women like objects even more yeah i mean i definitely see that <sighs> i don't know what the future of sex robots is all i know i don't want to be, part of it. be purchasing one uh, yeah, <laughs> i will I not be, be spending seven thousand dollars on a half-ass sex robot it's gonna blow unless up it has one. and unless it has grocery doors on its butthole <laughs> or it can remove <laughs> my hemorrhoid for me if you bought a male sex robot and it like shut you off from its back door i don't know where i'm going with that by yeah the way. like that what then if we, it just, just, like, we just don't have sex I just, it's fine. I, well, it's like it's a robot. It's a robot. <laughs> right. It's a it's a robot. If I pay seven thousand dollars to fuck a robot, you know, I want to fuck that robot. <laughs> I want to fuck that robot. I want to fuck that robot. <laughs> so problematic. Oh my god. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know. Uh, okay, I have a little something for. You. I have a little game. Sure, I you, love games. You love, yes. You sound really games. excited I'm for this. So excited about this one. Sure. Um, so, apologies in advance to anyone if these are things that are problematic because I don't know. Um, uh -oh. but yeah, yeah, here uh -oh. we go. So, my mother, um, kind of like in your family, are there things that your family says, like little sayings or whatever, that you understand but no one else understands? You mean like how my grandparents are racist? I mean, I feel like people can understand racism, though, right? Oh. I'm, I'm talking about like words um, or phrases that like your family or, or like people in your family use that's like either like inside jokes or just like it's like a different language or something. Yeah, I can't think of any, but I definitely know what you're talking about. Well, I have four. So I was hanging out with my um, wow. with, with my family over the weekend. There was a, a wedding that we went to and then we um, all hung out. My aunt and my uncle came and my sister and her boyfriend were there. And so my mom and her sister were talking and they, you know, they're really, really close. They almost look like twins. And they grew up and they had these sayings that they would say to each other that they, that they learned from their mom who learned it from her mom or whatever. And there's these like cute weird little sayings that um only they really understand and so i'm gonna go through four uh, wait I, I marked down four of them and i want to see if you know what they mean a couple of these probably are more common than others so you might be able to guess them but um 
Uh, here we go. Are you ready? Sure. Yeah. So yeah. if I say that you have the whips and jingles, what does that mean? I have explosive diarrhea. <laughs> Joseph and has the I'm, whips and jingles. I'm shitting jingle bells out of my asshole. The whips and jingles means that you're going through alcohol withdrawal. Good God. <laughs> Uncle That's very specific. Uncle Jesse had the whips and jingles, so we had to take him to the hospital. Oh, my God. Okay. Here's another one. Slurmer Derby. Slurm is a drink in Futurama. Oh, okay. Okay. That doesn't have anything to do with this, but okay. Is it like who can drink the most? No. Or like a poop? Is this one poop? They all sound poop related so far. (laughs) We're we're still on hemorrhoids, aren't we? Oh, for sure. (laughs) still on bottles. This podcast is a mess. Um, Let me try to use it in a context. Um, I walked in on my friends and they were having a Slurmer Derby. Um, They were pouring Coke inside each other's butthole <laughs> oh honey and talk about the new mentos and coke sipping it with straws slurmer derby is an orgy oh well that makes sense it was sexual mine was an obviously similar sexual yeah 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 <laughs> yeah okay here's another one scrogan why does your family talk about orgies my family would never talk my about mom it, my mom's side of the family is disgusting this is where i get oh, it from okay Okay. Here, here's here, here's the third word. Scrogan. Um Scrogan. Definitely definitely some sort of scrotum. Oh no no. Wait, no, no. use it in a sentence. Oh it, excuse me. It's pronounced scrogan, not scrogan. Oh. Do you want me to use it in a in a in a sentence? Yeah. I walked in on them and they were scrogan. Making out? Mm, having sex. Everything Pouring I, Coke in each other's buttholes <laughs> and so, sipping yes. it with a straw. <laughs> yes. Sex? That's yes. right. Scrogan. You got yeah. it right. Scrogan. <laughs> and, okay, so the last one, which is my favorite, is spimocus. Um, sentence, please. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, okay. Let me see if I can if I can conjure up a sentence with this. Um. Take your time. <laughs> Feel it out. I walked into her house and there were spimocuses everywhere. Speed bumps. People nope. in the corners pouring coke into each other's <laughs> buttholes. God damn it! <laughs> Sipping it out. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Why do you keep coming back to this? If anyone needs thought, therapy, it's Joe. He's That's what words mean to me. If every time you and Justin have sex, I'm just going to imagine there's coke involved. I just really want to cherry coke right now. <laughs> Inside of a I bubble? I, listen, I don't care how I get it. I'm sugar deprived today. Okay, what does smookamookus mean? <laughs> spimocus? Spimocus. Spimocus. A spimocus is um, a dust bunny or a cobweb. Um, spimocus. Why would they call it that when there's already a quirky name for that? Like I have no bunny. idea. I don't know. Spimocus. Where did these come from? Do you know the root of them or do you just... No idea. Well, what's funny is like my... um, So my mom and my aunt, um, they're like their mother, their their grandmother came from Sweden. So it's like they thought that Spimocus was a fucking Swedish word and they looked it up and it's not. (laughs) So they have no idea. It just like got passed down over and over. There was another one. There was another phrase called like instead of saying like you're full of shit... Um, they would say you're full of blue mud, which I think I've mentioned here before. Um, blue mud at like Coke. <sighs> Anyways, we're moving on. In a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, Justin said something weird the other day, like something about a blue nosed mole or something. What? Yeah, and he expected me to know what it meant, and I just was looking at him like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, does everyone not know that phrase? And I was like, 
no. Uh-oh. And so he talked to his mom and like she doesn't know when she started saying it, but nobody else that we've talked to has heard it. So I mm. guess there are there are some regional things. I don't know if there's any uh like family. I don't like we say warsh instead of wash. You know? Warsh. Like we're just pretty we're just pretty country. Hmm. Warsh. I'm sure my parents have stuff. I'll, I'll ask them. I'll see what they say. I'll see if they know what a spimocus is. Spimocus. Spimoki. Sp- sp- spinocchio. Spinocchio. Aw, spaghetti. Aw, spagoodle. Aw, spagoodle. Anyway, that's my uh, that's my fun little language thing for you. If if any of you guys have like weird little words or phrases that are like kind of only in your family and you want to let us know, hit us up because I'm very curious if anyone else has these weird quirky words. That they use in there. Speaking of weird lives. and quirky. Oh my God. Sounds like you. I'm so quirky. Uh, is your Google Home down today? Because they're apparently, they pushed an update and they're all going down. Or a big portion of them are going down. The Our mini works, but our main one in the living room is down. Well, yeah, I heard that they were having some problems today. I can't. I couldn't turn off the air conditioner. <gasps> oh my God, your life. Your, your life was flashing before your eyes. I couldn't do anything in the living room, so I had to come in the bedroom and talk to this one. <gasps> Wait, so your, all of your Google Homes weren't down. It was just one of them that was down. It was just one of them. Well, the other one was that down yesterday, weird. and now that one's back and the other one's down. Hmm. I'm like, get your shit together. Figure That's, it out. That seems weird, because I feel like I feel like if there was like... If uh, Google Home was down, I would feel like the entire like server of Google Homes would be down. It's weird to me that only some are down and some aren't. You would think so. But it's you not would the think, case. but I don't understand you how computers so. work. I don't understand how the Internet works. Uh, they're also supposed to be rolling out. We talked about this Google Duplex. Oh, yeah. <gasps> like this uh, summer or like some sort of beta version of it or something mm-hmm. like that. And I am I am ready to get a phone call from a Google Home. Right. I don't know how too. I'm going to get it yet, but I would really like a phone call from a Google Home. I'm just ready because like I'm ready for that voice that they use for that to be our new Google assistant. Like it's a literal fucking person with personality. Oh, it's yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I want that I to be why my we voice don't for have... Google assistant. They just introduced all those new voices. Yeah, but know? they're still like robo voices, right? You know? Well, they're, I mean, they're pretty good. They're pretty yeah. darn good. But like, but none com- of them compared... have accents. Oh, yeah. You want a good accent. You want to like customize your I want a British man. accent one. Yeah. And like, mm. you can't do that without switching him over to believe making you live in the UK. And honey, I can't have him talking meters and kilometers. Kilowatts. And, you know? Kilowatts. I can't Who have knows? that. Can't have it. What's weird though is on Great British Bake Off, they talk about inches a lot. Well, I mean, and I'm like, that's where we think you are. (laughs) That's where we get our units. The Imperial units came from England, and then England got switched over to the metric system, and the metric system was invented in France. Did you not know that? Yeah, the metric system. I know what we do here in America, and that's all I know. (laughs) And that's all I need to know. Yeah, England used to be in the Imperial system. Like, you know how, like, we um, measure our. Um, weight in pounds instead of kilograms. You mean olbs? Olbs. Well, there's another imperial measure for weight, and it's called stone. And we oh, don't yeah, use I've that. Looked that up. But uh-huh. that's part of the imperial system. But we don't use it. But um, England still does. How many? How many pounds in a stone? How many pounds? Fourteen. Fourteen pounds in a stone is one oh five. Oh nope. I can't. I typed it wrong. We're done. Uh, We're not even going to finish it. I am 14 stone. Oh, now I have to look mine up. <laughs> How many stone is 105? I'm going to stone old. you to death. I'm 7.5 <laughs> stones. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, honey, just wait a handful of stones. I'm you got literally my... 
twice as many stones as you. Oh, honey, just a so stone throw stones. away, honey. Just seven point five <laughs> stone throws away, sweetheart. Just a stone throw away. Uh, <laughs> uh, what a mess. Uh, should we talk about? Do we have the to? things that ha- I don't want to? But yes, we have to. I don't uh, want to either. Okay. These are a uh. few of our favorite queens. I feel like favorite is in like quotes. Favorite, favorite like in three quotes. I'm just so over it. I'm just so tired. I'm so tired so, of everything. The reunion happened. Everybody who doesn't watch. And mm-hmm. all the old queens got back together. Just a bunch of old queens. Just a bunch of old queens, ain't we all? Mm-hmm. And uh, they talked through some of their drama. And the vixen left. And then mm-hmm. RuPaul gave everyone a lecture. And, and Asia was motherly. Solved. And Asia was motherly, <laughs> and uh, oh, everyone everyone went for Cameron. I that was that the highlight of that entire reunion was everyone like started reading Cameron for filth, and she did not defend herself. She just stood there and took it. And I was like, "What the fuck? You don't have anything to say." She just stayed there in silence while people were just like coming I mean, after her. her. You expect her to start talking now, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, she's not going to... She's done. She's over it. They, She's probably had her voice box surgically removed, and nobody would ever notice. Honestly, I am so wrong. over her, too. When they were talking about... I didn't know she had, like, a secret side. Yeah, right? That was, was fun to me. Like, was like, you are ooh. so shady, and you're this different person who pops off, and I was like, what? Ooh. Yeah, it was the Cameron Michaels. We she didn't show us because she didn't show any of it. Any of her. She didn't show anything. She I am so. I'm done with her. She, it does come across as like like when you say, "Oh, I'm not going to say anything in confessionals because I don't want to say anything bad about anyone." Like, why are it's you like, here? It comes off. Why, <laughs> one, why are you here? Second of all, you're just. It makes everyone think that you think you're better than them. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that would rub me the wrong way too. I'm sure. Yeah, it's like um, But the root of this was the vixen stuff yeah the root of this whole season has been the stuff that had gone on with the vixen Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i don't really know it was the queens versus rupaul in this right it was very much the queens versus ru very much the queens versus rupaul it was rupaul of course once again trying to i don't know trying to simplify the situation i thought trying to say yeah this is how i've dealt with it this is how it should be dealt with now right like part of me is like a lot of right things have been said this season, but in the wrong way. Yeah, that's a that's a good a way to of put it. Good conversation has been had in not the right. Yeah, ways a lot, and a lot settings of points. And tones. Yeah, a lot of points have been put across, but in the worst way. Yeah, and and I don't know. I don't think I I you're like. The queens were right. RuPaul was right in some aspects. The queens were also wrong. And RuPaul was also very wrong in a lot right. of aspects. Yeah. And you're just like, well, what, do, what do we take away from this? Nothing was solved. It was, was just solved. so messy. And I saw, uh, I did watch Miss Cracker's review with the Jew mm-hmm. today. And she was talking about how, like, they tried to talk to Vixen with, during their break. You know, there yeah. was a break right after that. And she. They tried know, to get her to come back. And she tried was, to get like, her to come back. Dragging. She was de-dragged. She was done with it. Yeah. Um. I don't know, though. I don't know. I, d- I don't know. It just like the, the thing is, is like, like it, it just like not one person is right or wrong. 
like there's some things there's some things about Asia that I disagree with. I disagree with her like trying to you like mother everyone and trying yeah. to like take every conflict into her own under her own wing. But there's some things that Asia said about the Vixen in terms of like like giving like Vixen the time or like giving Vixen air to like hear her thoughts and like giving like telling her that her her um, critiques that she has about everything is valid, like giving her the the room to say that. And then I, I don't know. There's just, and then the Vixen has a lot of really, really good points, but she's just like she just blows up in an instant and is super defensive and like cannot like talk about anything calmly. But like. It, yeah it everyone is right and wrong it just and it's it's just so complicated because like it not not one person's right or wrong it, it's just it's just like, messy it's just so fucking messy and it just it's convoluted and complicated and i'm over it <laughs> and to like point out the obvious like we're two white gays talking about this and yeah, it's exactly. hard in a way yeah. because you're like you Part of you feels like it's not your place to criticize certain things, but then yeah. part of it is like, well, like I can also, I also have a perspective on this. I want to, you know, and then what does my perspective matter anyway? Also, right. Part of me is like, sit down, Joseph. Yeah, you know, exactly. And shut up. But then it's, I thought it was like Eureka really stopped talking after the whole thing. She didn't say much the rest of the show. And I thought it was so unfair that everyone was getting onto the Vixen for like taking the bait instead of getting onto Eureka for poking the bear. Exactly. You know what I mean? yeah. And then immediately was- when someone pointed that out, RuPaul like switched over to Eureka. And I was like, you are just like following what I don't know. Like it didn't cro- I don't think it crossed RuPaul's mind no. to that that was what was happening. And I thought that was it's unfortunate in itself. yeah that's where i think rue is in the wrong is like rue doesn't yeah. understand how important that conversation between the vixen and eureka is and how complicated it is like i just and, feel like but then <sighs> like eureka or the vixen saying she didn't start a lot of fights this season i was like okay no honey, but like you, you did yeah but like I, she's in denial about that i feel like um yeah but it was a mess it was yeah, not it was fun just to, really messy it was not fun to watch it felt like Either it felt like two extremes, either super lighthearted or super forced drama, super forced conversation that led to nothing. Mm -hmm. Those were like the two sides of it. Either we're talking about Vanjie or we're talking about like racism, super intense issues, racism, all the stuff that the Vixen and Eureka brought to this season. And it was just a mess. It yeah, it just mess. like I yeah. the, the the tone of the reunion was just confusing. And I feel like we need to continue having conversations about race in drag and race in the drag race community and racism within drag race fans, because that is a huge fucking proponent and a huge problem in the fandom. And I feel like we need to continue talking about this so we can like make it, you know, so people can't just plug their ears and be like, la, la, la doesn't exist because like it's a huge problem for queens of color. Like queens of color get death threats all the time for like beating a white queen during a fucking lip sync for your life when a white queen would not get the amount of hate that a black queen would. Um, But the thing is, is like in that reunion, it was so back and forth. It was just jarring, like we need we need a, a space to talk about these serious drag race issues. And I don't know if well, like just, RuPaul's drag race even is is the place for it, which doesn't make any it, sense. I don't think RuPaul is a good moderator for this situation. Yeah, I really agreed. don't. I think that she's trying to play. It felt like she was trying to play to different things. And yeah, it, wasn't it felt like that she really wasn't listening to... and that she was just trying to like cause drama, honestly. 
Well, like she wasn't playing to the topic. She was mm-hmm. playing two sides, I felt yeah. like. And I was like, I don't think this is, this isn't the place. Like, it's so hard to see an argument happening and knowing that everyone is having a different argument and you can't like get there and be like, you're not arguing about the same thing right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're not helping. And I don't know. I don't know. I think Aquaria is going to win the end. Mm-hmm. I hope Aquaria wins. I don't know, which is something I, do I think that she deserves yeah. it the most. I think she I think Rue has already picked her to win, if yeah. I'm being honest. I think that I don't think Asia's done enough to win. I never yeah. I didn't think Asia had like Asia said Miss Cracker didn't have star quality. I haven't seen Asia have star quality, if Ooh, I'm being honest. Shots fired. That's the fucking shade I'm putting down this week. Mm. Um and Eureka, I I think she's played a good game this season. She's won a lot, but I'm I have Eureka fatigue as well. Yeah, that, that's kind of like how I feel about Eureka. So. I think like, I am just kind of over her. There are a lot of things I think she just doesn't get. Yeah, she doesn't get it, and mm. it's grating. Yeah. So agreed. and then Cameron hasn't done anything. I don't care. Cameron's been at the lunch table the entire season. I guess so. I don't know what's <laughs> happening with her? So I never thought I'd say it, but I hope Aquaria wins. I think she deserves it. And I hope that the next season is not until fall or winter. Oh, my God. Well, the the rumor, the rumor is that Vanjie's on season 11 and they let her out of the World of Wonder basement to attend the reunion. What? I know. What? Miss Vanjie. Yeah. I've had enough Vanjie also. I have too. I'm I, over it. I it was so fun appreciate... for the first like couple weeks, but now I'm like, mm, it's kind of overplayed. I did appreciate Miss Cracker pointing out... Um, Dusty's what Dusty said when she left the stage, which was mm-hmm. just womp, womp, and I was like, that should have been the catchphrase. That right. should have been the catchphrase. This whole season's I just kind of Yeah. Uh, well, the, oh well. The finale is tomorrow. We're recording this on Wednesday, so I guess we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, and then hopefully we don't have to talk about it again for a while. Oh God, I never thought I'd be ready to stop talking about Drag Race, but here we are. Yeah, it's just been grating. Anyway, should we uh, talk about our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. So if your favorite thing isn't Mario Tennis Aces, I'm going to be mad. It's not. <gasps> what? I got issues with the game. Obviously, I bought it. It was my day one purchase. Amazon primed it. Mm-hmm. But it is so fucking bare bones. Oh, really? You can't even play an actual full-length game of motherfucking tennis. Not to mention, it's broken. Two of the characters in particular, uh, well, Bowser Jr. mainly, is so broken. Mm. If you try to get any online match, you're going to run into a dozen Bowser Juniors, and they're all going to kick your ass because they will spam trick shots. You can never get anything past them. Like, the trick shot or the the zone meter, whatever, is so broken right Mm. now. Like, you fill that meter up so fast, and then you just, like, spam zone shots the entire game it's really fucked up right now they better patch patch it are they gonna patch it there's a patch coming out uh i don't remember what i think it just covers how people are ranked in tournaments so it doesn't affect the characters at all i don't think so but they need like in a game as technical as this like each character is kind of ranked like daisy's an all-around waluigi's a whatever is a tricky (laughs) waluigi's a bottom (laughs) i hope not (laughs) Anyway, want, okay, you can have well, well, Waluigi Waluigi verse D. for you. I want that. Hear that cackle? I want him to Wah! get up close to my ear As he and, comes. and cackle that <laughs> in my ear. Wah! Honey, honey, I am all for a Waluigi hemi. Oh, honey, okay, Hemoigi. Uh, 
<laughs> oh, him away, she hit me. Uh. Um, and it just as it is right now, like the characters need something else to set them apart. Like they need customizations. Give us mm-hmm. racket customizations that have different, you know, like in Mar- fucking, fucking Mario Kart Deluxe. Mm-hmm. Where you like change your car, you have change your wheels. Sort of, yeah, exactly. You need different stats, stats you can build on. Mm-hmm. Um, ad- adventure mode is so shitty. It's I garbage. don't want to play as Mario. And then also, it starts. You have out to play with, as Mario in adventure mode. You have to play as Mario in the adventure mode, story mode. And it starts out with, of course, Waluigi fucks something up because he picks up a racket he's not supposed to, and like the devil's inside the racket. <laughs> and that's the best <laughs> the I can de- explain. The devil's, the devil's inside, inside the racket. The racket. <laughs> and Daisy and Peach are like, honey, we got this covered. We'll go get, pick him up by his britches, take him home. Mm. And then. And then Mario and Toad are on the opposite end, and Toad is like, let me mansplain something to you ladies. <laughs> let me Toad-splain this to you. Let us men handle this, and that's why you only play as Mario. That's like the basic setup. I might have, like, you know, fudged a few things. Fudged mm-hmm. a few details, but that's mm-hmm. essentially what happens. God. And Daisy's got this look on her face the whole time. Like, she wants to stand up and strangle Mario to death. And I'm I mean, like, honey, I don't reasons. blame you. Valid, honey. So valid. He destroyed Hashtag her valid. kingdom. So valid. God. Anyway, that's not my favorite thing this week, but I sure as hell spent some time talking about it. So what is your favorite thing? Oh, my God. It's this Amazon Prime show called Psycho Kitty. What? Psycho Kitty? Psycho Kitty. It this is sounds the most, bad. It is so budget. It is so budget. <laughs> Me and Justin, it's like our comedy show. that we, It's not supposed to be a comedy show, but... Uh, we watch it as like to get laughs out of it. Well, honey, let me tell you, there's only one season and it was in 2013 and it hasn't been <laughs> renewed. So I am not surprised. The host <laughs> is very awkward in the show. I don't know if he's awkward in anything else he's been in, but it's so awkward. The camera setup is so bad. Uh, the main cat whisperer lady is named Pam and she does have good advice. Like she'll go into your house and be like, you know, you've got the wrong litter box. Your cat is pissed at you for that is, you know, he does doesn't like that mm-hmm. um but i mean she wears a different cardigan every episode she's a she's spectacular mm-hmm. but the people who sh- they're helping are always just messes Messy. hot messes like there's this one couple and uh their cat lives on a boat for some reason. It's never, it's this sounds never so clear. Confusing, Joe. I know. I, it's like it's, it's hard cat, for me to keep track. It's like your cat is obviously mad because it lives on a boat. Okay, that's step number one. Yeah, it's like near water. Water's all around it's, it. I'd be stressed too. It's never explained if everybody lives on the boat or just the cat or because it's this tiny ass boat. It's never explained if they have a house. The cat's just always on this boat. It hates it's it's a gay couple, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one of the guys has the cat was his and the other guy like came into the picture later and the cat hates him. Mm. And Pam says like it's because he has an annoying voice. <laughs> oh wow, shady! She's like the cat hates your maybe have trouble has trouble with your voice, and I was like, damn, damn girl. Um, she says it in much better words, obviously, but mm-hmm. it is hilarious. I don't know what this originally aired on, how Amazon Prime got a hold of it, but let me tell you, they picked up a gem, a gem, okay. a gem. It's God. amazing, Psycho Kitty, honey. If you want a good cat. In the evening, throw Check one in me episode. up, honey. They're only like twenty minutes long, and these cats, like, like I can understand dog whisperers, but like mm-hmm. cat whisperers, like cats don't give a shit. 
you yeah. know. No, they don't. Like you can make their lives mind. easier, so they stop being assholes. But mm-hmm. you know, you just can't whisper to a cat. Well, let me tell you, Joe. That sounds horrible. It is <laughs> a train wreck, and it's amazing. It is a uh, piece of a living ort. 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 God, I'm uh, so sorry for anyone that actually watched that. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite thing this week? So my favorite thing this week is going to be one of my least favorite things. My least favorite thing of the week. Because oh, didn't okay. you do that a couple weeks ago? Isn't that I a thing think we could do? so. I think, well, I think I had a least favorite and a favorite, but, you know, go ahead. I know you were uh, struggling this week. I mean, I'm always, when am I not struggling? Okay. Sure, sure. My least favorite thing this week. Okay, I love my apartment, but we've had trouble with this maintenance guy. So I'm going to complain about it. Oh, my so, God. I hope he doesn't listen. Uh, yeah, he definitely listens to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had this problem where um, th- we have a weak breaker. So my bedroom and Maggie, my roommate's bedroom, are on the same breaker. And the breaker's weak, which means that, like, it, um, the breaker flips, um, like, when it shouldn't. Like, we aren't using, eno- like, enough power for it to flip, but the breaker's weak. So it, it um, switches off. When it shouldn't, mm. essentially. And when it switches off is when both Maggie and I are playing Overwatch. Um, we draw just enough power for it to switch off, but it's not nearly enough power where it should switch off. So that's called a weak breaker. So I called maintenance because that's what you do. At, at Thank your you for mansplaining that to me. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm just I, kidding. I, I didn't know. I, I had no idea. I had to look this up. I had to call my my mechanical engineer father. Because I was like, I don't know why this is happening. Like, is something wrong? And he's like, no, you probably just have a oh weak my God. breaker. Justin and your dad have the same job. I know. It's crazy. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah, my dad's a a senior mechanical engineer. He's mostly like a project manager now. He doesn't like work out in the field. He just kind of like manages the engineers below him. Oh my God, they would now. be such good friends. I know they could talk about like light bulbs and how things work and shit. Yeah. I don't know. Is that what men talk yeah. about? I don't know. My dad's basically gay, so they would probably be able to talk about a lot. <laughs> Anyways, love you, dad. Anyway. Anyway, okay. so um, so I called maintenance like a week ago. Like I, there, there's an online form that I had to go through. I like I, I put in my request. I had my uh, my email address in my phone number, and then at the end of the form, it said someone should be in contact with you within 24 hours. So a week later, Uh-oh. still haven't heard anything. Like Uh-oh. no email, no text, nothing. So then I was like, okay, I'm gonna send another request in. Ghosted. So I sent another request in for the same exact thing, and then the next day at like 11 a.m. A maintenance guy just waltzes into our apartment, unlocks the door, waltzes into our apartment, goes into Maggie's room, and Maggie's, like, in bed. <laughs> oh, and, my God. And she's like, what? She's like, what is it? He's like, and he's, he's, like, obviously embarrassed. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he closes the door and just leaves. He didn't even fix the fucking problem. And I, no text, no email, nothing. I haven't heard anything. And in the form, it said we should get in contact with you within 24 hours. And I'm like, OK, I know that maintenance people have the right. Like I checked a box saying, yes, you have the right to enter my apartment. But I feel like someone would have gotten back to me and like scheduled at least a time or a date when like the maintenance guy should come. Like first, the maintenance guy didn't come for a week. And then I reschedule. I do it again. And he comes the next day. And I haven't heard anything like at least give me a goddamn time frame. So, like, I've been going back and forth with my property management people. I'm trying to figure out what's up. And so, I don't know what the deal is. Like, that is so fucking creepy. Right? Like, like, is it weird? Like, am I in the wrong here? Like, expecting someone to at least get in contact with me before the maintenance guy shows up? Or should I just expect someone to show up randomly within the next few days at any hour of the day? You know? At my 
apartment in Chicago, we had the best maintenance guy in the world. Like you could text him anytime he would text you back. Um, and like you could call him. He would be very prompt when you scheduled stuff with him. Never walked into my apartment. Obviously, you know, mm-hmm. but they did. There were a couple times when uh, the apartment managers forgot to tell us like they'd be coming in to do their yearly spraying for bugs mm-hmm. or something. And so I would be sleeping because it's like it was 10 a.m. And, you know, of course, a year ago I was sleeping at 10 a.m. Yeah, no, and degenerates bef- before I had kids, before I had my <laughs> before you were a mom, mm-hmm. it was before I had my kids. Um, And it was it would be so weird. Like it would because that they would walk into my living room slash bedroom because it was a studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just made it so, like you can't do that. You right. really can't do that. Well, um, what's weird in my situation is like the before all this happened, property manage like our property management people um, needed to check the plumbing in like the the floor, like the room above me and the room below me and my room. And they left like a note on all of our doors saying tomorrow between these times, someone we, we need to check the plumbing because there's a leak somewhere like and they gave us like 24 hours notice like they left a note on our door. And so like I was expecting something like that would happen. Like they would email me and be like, hey, you know, maintenance guy can come. Um, Thursday, you know, between eight to five. And I'd be like, okay, at least I know what day he's coming. So like they do that for things that they have problems with. But like when I try to schedule something, it's just fucking random. So I've been in contact with my, the girl that manages the property and she doesn't know what's going on. She's trying to get in con- contact with maintenance. Cause that's not how this shit's supposed to go down. And so I'm like, Ugh, I want to get this breaker fixed. So both Maggie and I can play video games. So do you have, are you like, having an extension cord right now i would like extension cord from the <laughs> kitchen or something well that that's the thing it's like um she we can't play overwatch at the same time <laughs> so i she had to she was playing comp the other day i was like yesterday and i wanted to play with my friend Derek. and um i was like you need to log off she's like okay let me finish this game and she like didn't want to get off and so it was like 1999 like mom my sister's using the computer i want to use the computer sort of situation because <laughs> neither of us can use, use our pcs at the same time I mean, like we can use them, but like it's the power draw of when we're both playing Overwatch from our graphics cards, apparently, is enough to trip that breaker. So like I could be doing other stuff on my computer while she is playing Overwatch and she could be doing other stuff like watching anime or something while I'm playing Overwatch. But we can't be playing at the same time or else it trips. So it's just like super inconvenient. Anyways. But can't you like get an extension cord? Go to the well, kitchen breaker. Well, right? Yeah, I, sh- I we could do that, or you know, maintenance could do their fucking job. Uh, just you know, just get an extension cord. <laughs> We're just gonna plug get into the bathroom. Cord. It's gonna be fine. Just put your computer in the bathtub with you. <laughs> I take enough baths anyway. I might as well just move it on in there. <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh, that's my least suck, favorite though. thing this week. But I'll I, hopefully it gets it gets figured out. I'll keep y'all posted. But I used to have to. Uh, we talked about this before. I think last after we recorded last week's episode or before or something. My mm. breakers would always flip in my last apartment. Ugh. And I they were in the hallway. And so of course I'm never dressed you know when i'm playing computer games so i would have to like put on clothes just to walk down like if i hit the microwave at the wrong time the whole apartment building shut down (laughs) you know like it was a crisis and i'd have to like go run and flip the breakers oh i'm sorry i felt like an adult though because i didn't know what breakers were until like my last apartment oh my god you're like you're just flipping breakers you're like it's like you're an electrician it's crazy just like sticking forks in the breaker sockets. Well, the reason why the maintenance guy was in Maggie's room is that's where the breaker box is. So like he went in there and Maggie's just in bed <laughs> and he's like, oops, sorry. And then he didn't even fix it. He like, just left. 
That's creepy. <laughs> That's like serial killer like shit. I know. You know? So hopefully we get this resolved or I'm just going to get murdered. Either way, I'm okay with it. Honey, I'm okay with every outcome. Mm-hmm. Both of those outcomes sound great The show to me. with Joe and Piggy coming to a podcast oh station I can't near say you. his name. He'll, he knows that he'll come in here. You also can't say the word breakfast, apparently, or else Piggy goes Be insane. Be fast. We can't say it. <laughs> he thinks every meal. Word. He thinks every meal is called Be Fast. Wow. Man, I, when are you going to learn your child? <laughs> Never. <laughs> it's impossible. Chihuahuas aren't smart. Let me tell you. I mean, they're not. He looks like his brain is like pushing on his eyes a little bit too much. So <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Plus, it's hard. He's taking a nap. What a beautiful little rat demon. He sleeps through all of my screaming for recording videos. It's crazy. It's probably just soothing to him. That sounds like it something that would be soothing to a point. chihuahua. It might be at this point. It's fucking it might be. devil dogs. God anyway, good favorite and unfavorite things this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, are you ready for an email? Wait, yeah, we have an email from someone, apparently, allegedly. We've got an email with a question. Uh, it says, hey, guys, my name's Alex, and I've emailed you a few times before. I'm from Wyoming. Yes, it is a place not everything there sucks, but most, not everyone there sucks, but most of them do. And I currently live in Japan. Funnily, Sam and I have mutual friends on Facebook, and my dad used to live in Billings, so we're basically related. We have wow. mutual friends they on people... Facebook? Hit me up, girl. I don't know. I'm curious who you know and who I know. Listen, every gay has mutual friends on Facebook. Every white girl thinks that every gay should know each other and be dating. And they should, first mm-hmm, of all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I will go to like a gay from across the country's Facebook page and we've got like five mutual friends. <laughs> and it's like uh, ridiculous. Anyway, I love there's anyway. only 20 gay people in the entire world. you would think so on facebook Mm -hmm. okay anyway your podcast has had such an impact on my life for the past year i've greedily listened to every single one often when i'm cleaning my house or exercising or just getting some mindless work done and it has had it has improved my productivity and peace of mind tenfold i've always been a viewer of joe's videos about six years now but it's nice to have something to listen to as well my question is what do you guys use to motivate yourself to get shit done? Do you have any podcasts you like or do you use a totally different technique altogether? I seriously love you guys and I hope you never stop making content and inspiring people. Best, Alex. Well, thank you, Alex. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, Joe, do you have any tips? You go first. Um, I don't know. I take like three hour naps in the middle of the day. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you get shit done like you edit videos. You know, we schedule the podcast, you know. Honestly, I find that the earlier in the day that I get work done, the like mm. better I do with everything else. Like okay. if I have a cup of coffee in the morning and like the first thing I do is I edit a video even before I take a shower so it can be exporting while I'm in the shower. Mm-hmm. And then like when that's done, I, I feel like it's all about momentum. If you start mm-hmm. your day with momentum, you can push through until you lose steam and you usually lose steam like somewhere in the middle of the afternoon and then you take a nap and then you get right. back up and you have that steam again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think I listen to I listen to ASMR, but it's not really motivating. Yeah, you don't listen to anything specifically. Like, what are you doing? Like, what's going on in your brain while you're being productive? Nothing. <laughs> it shuts down. <laughs> the, the hamsters running on the wheel and the brain. You just gotta. If you can get one thing done, the first thing done on your to do list, it will like help push you to do the rest of it. Yeah, it gets the like gears working. Just, do it and you get the gears working because getting the gears working, I think, is the hardest part. Yeah. 
Yeah, just that um, first that first start. And ever since I got on a better sleep schedule, like I talked about waking up at 10 in this episode, but now I wake up, we wake up at like 7.30. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with you? And we go to bed at midnight or one. And like, it's great. I feel better. Like I'm on a schedule. I have things I do on a schedule every day. Oh, you sound so, normal. Oh, honey, I'm <laughs> well-rounded. Oh, honey, you're regular. Oh, honey, I'm regular. No more hemis for me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, it all hammy. comes back. It's sick, circular, sick, cyclical, circular, sick, circular, testicular, cyclic, cyclical. Oh, there you go. Uh, word of the day: cyclical. Cyclical. I hate us. In the hallway. Are they jangling their keys again? I don't know, but Piggy's not barking at it, so I'm happy. Okay, I'm happy. there you go. Well, those are good tips. Those are good tips. How about you? What so do you for- do to motivate yourself to clean up the macaroni and cheese? To get yeah, to clean, of clean up the my floor. macaroni and cheese statues that are on the uh-huh. floor or whatever. I oh, have not had orange. macaroni yet, but it, and I told Joe next time I make macaroni, I'm going to send him pictures. That's all I want. I want pictures <laughs> of it. That's um, not. That's good. I am absolutely horrible at motivating myself. But one thing that I have learned is that I only listen to podcasts when I'm doing something. When I'm um, driving. When I'm cleaning the kitchen, when I'm organizing, when I'm doing paperwork, I listen to a podcast. Usually political podcasts or tech podcasts. Those are the things I'm into. It doesn't really matter. I listen to Savage Love, which is a sex advice podcast by Dan Savage that I enjoy. Um, But it's just it's the act of putting a podcast on that. Like somehow I've trained my brain to... um, be productive or to only I, I only listen to podcasts when I'm being productive. Therefore, when I listen to a podcast, I want to be productive. So like when I want to get something done where I'm like, oh, my God, I got to clean my room. I put a podcast on and it kind of like tricks my brain into getting in the mood. So I have something I'm listening to. It's, it's then I can start going. So for me, it's it's listening to podcasts. That's kind of what gives me my motivation. It kind of it gets me gets the gears going because for some reason I've just trained myself that, OK, it's time to work when I'm listening to a podcast. Um, I don't know what it is. I just like I've always kind of been like that. And and it, I'm doing it more because I've had more to do since I've been moving into this apartment. Um, I still have stuff I need to unpack. So like every day I'll like put a podcast on and, you know, it could be a comedy podcast, it could be a tech podcast. Like I said, I listen to Savage Love. I listen to um, Throwing Shade with Brian Safi, which is on Earwolf, which is really funny. Um, I listen to the Twit Network um, that I really like. I listen to Pod Save America, so. which is a political podcast. Doesn't really matter. Just a, just a podcast I put on, and I can c- get in the mood to start working. What you're saying is you've trained your brain. I <gasps> throwback. I have trained my brain. You have trained the hell out of your brain. Honey. Honestly, I'm surprised I trained myself to do anything, and I trained myself to to work. I don't know. It's like a carrot stick situation. You know what? Yeah, it's like I enjoy podcasts. So if like, but I but I have to run. I have to do work in order to listen to podcasts. So it's like it's like a carrot and stick thing. Oh, tying a carrot to a stick. Yeah. You know what yeah. I would do if someone tied a carrot to a stick and hung it in front of my head? You would stick I it sh- up your butthole and add some Coke <laughs> and drink out of it. How did you know? <laughs> How did you know? How did, it's like you're reading my brain. It's like you trained my brain. I would run the opposite direction of the carrot because I don't want a fucking carrot. <laughs> you want a pizza. I want a pizza. <laughs> Oh, uh, now, you, now you're getting me hungry. So I, I don't know if those are good tips. I'm I'm sorry, but like I don't know. That's what we have. Hopefully for they help. Uh, I, if I were you, I would Google how to be productive. Yeah, because obviously we are not the best people to be. 
That's what I do with every problem I have in my life. But I appreciate the question. I'm glad you like the podcast and the videos. It's very sweet of you. Yeah. And please hit me up. I'm curious what our mutual friends are. And um, let me know where in Wyoming you're from. Let me tell you who your mutual friends are. Michael Buckley. (laughs) I'm friends with Michael Buck on Michael Buckley, Dan Savage. Uh, if I was friends with Dan Savage, that'd be so fun. There's some other ones I'm listed, but I'm, I'm not going to trigger anybody. Yeah, we've already um, been triggered enough with those two. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh, no, okay, yeah, that's true, that's true. Okay, well, thank you for the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do always need more questions. Sam will let you know how to get in touch with us in the outro. Otherwise, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week with a regular episode, and then uh, after next week, we'll have another bonus episode for you lovely Patreon patrons. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments or leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alex S. Allison B. Ben B. Carolyn A. David M. Darren C. Devin D. Feliciano D. Henrich B. Jack C. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Marianne J. Maurice W. Megan N. Michael C. Nick I. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Scott A. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on... The The Show. Show!